Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the podcast called The Dictionary. We are at the end of page 164. First word is bunkum. B-U-N-K-U-M. Could also be spelled B-U-N-C-O-M-B-E. So this is a noun from 1845. Insincere or foolish talk. Synonym is nonsense. So this is from Buncombe County, North Carolina. Uh, let's see. That is using the second spelling. Um, it is from a remark made by its congressman who defended an irre- irrelevant speech by claiming that he was speaking to Buncombe. Um, so he, I he claimed that he was speaking to his county. Um, but it was irrelevant and it didn't make any sense, maybe. I don't know. I might have to look more into this one. Next, we have bunny, B-U-N-N-Y, noun from circa 1691. Synonym is rabbit, especially a young rabbit. Number two, a desirable young woman. Uh, I'm not surprised that people use this word for that because that's because people are people. Uh, but yeah, I guess people say that. Um, And then this is from the English dialect word bun, which means rabbit. Next, we have bunny slope. Two words, noun from 1966. Oh, regarding bunny, I just wanted to say that one of my favorite lines, which is like, it's not even really a line. Um, In the movie Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Jack has these little kids go get Santa but instead they get the Easter bunny and he hops out of this bag that they caught him in. And this one character who has only really a couple of lines in the movie, um, he just looks at the Easter bunny and goes, bunny, and that's it. I just, for some reason, really enjoy that part. So whenever I see a rabbit in my neighborhood, I go, bunny. Okay, next is bunny slope, noun from 1966, a gentle incline for skiing, used especially by novice skiers, called also Bunny Hill. Next is Bunraku, capital B-U-N-R-A-K-U, noun from 1920, Japanese puppet theater featuring large costumed wooden puppets, puppeteers who are on stage, and a chanter who speaks all the lines. Uh, And this is a Japanese word. I saw some puppetry, I think it was Japanese puppetry, although I don't know if it was Bunraku. It was very interesting. It was where uh, somebody sat on a little box with wheels. I think it had wheels on it. And then they attached the puppet's feet to their feet, I think. And there, uh, maybe there were little poles for their hands. Um, and uh, I don't know, it was very cool and well done. So you you see the puppeteer, but you just completely forget that they're there. Um, and I, I just thought it was really fascinating. I wish I could remember what name, uh, what style of puppetry that was, if it wasn't Bunraku. I can't remember. I should go find out. Okay, next is Bunsen burner, noun from 1860. A gas burner consisting typically of a straight tube with small holes at the bottom with where air enters and mixes with the gas to produce an intensely hot blue flame. And this is from Robert W. Bunsen. Uh, You know, most people in science classes, especially in high school and up, uh, they get to play with Bunsen burners. And when I say play, I mean do very serious scientific, scientific 
tasks and experiments. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're a very standard part of science when we think of science, even though they might not necessarily be used. Next, we have Bunt, B-U-N-T, first form, noun from circa 1582. 1A, the middle part of a square sail. 1B, the part of a furled sail gathered up in a bunch at the center of the yard. 2, the bagging part of a fishing net. Next, we have the second form of bunt, verb from 1584. Uh, This is, um, transitive is first. One, to strike or push with or as if with the head. And a synonym is butt, like like headbutt, I guess. Uh, Number two, to push or tap a baseball lightly with a bat without swinging. All of you baseball fans probably know this. But yeah, instead of doing a full swing, if you just hold the bat out there and you hit it, uh, hit the ball right, um, that's called a bunt, and it can be used when done well, very, very strategically in baseball. Um, and then we have intransitive. Uh, we just it just says to bunt a baseball, and bunter is a noun. Third form of bunt noun from 1767: one, an act or instance of bunting. Number two a bunted ball. Fourth form of bunt, noun from circa 1790, a destructive covered smut of wheat caused by a fungus. A destructive covered smut of wheat caused by a fungus. I don't know what a smut of wheat is. I have not used, I have not heard of that word used in that context. Uh, But I think the fungus genus name is Teletia or, or maybe... The wheat name is Teletia? I don't know. It's probably the fungus name. Anyway, that's what that bunt is. Moving on to bunting, first form, noun from the 14th century. Any of various stout-billed passerine birds, of which some are grouped with the cardinal and some with the New World sparrows. Compare to the synonyms indigo bunting and painted bunting. And the family names are... Cardinalidae and Emberizidae. Uh, second form of bunting, noun from 1711. One, a lightweight, loosely woven fabric used chiefly for flags and festive decorations. 2A, synonym is flags. 2B, decorations especially in the colors of the national flag. Um, etymology says this is from bunt, which means to sift. Not sure where that fits in here. Moving on to the third form of bunting, noun from 1922, an infant's hooded garment made of napped fabric. And this is a term of endearment in the nursery rhyme, by baby bunting. Uh, so you're saying bye to the hooded garment of the baby? Why? Maybe we should find this nursery rhyme and check out the lyrics. Uh, Next is Buntline, noun from 1627. One of the lines attached to the foot of a square sail to haul the sail up to the yard for furling. Lots of sailing words, verbiage in there that I don't know. Next is Bunyanesque, capital B-U-N-Y-A-N-E-S-Q-U-E. Adjective from 1888, number one, 
of relating to or suggestive of the allegorical writings of John Bunyan. Uh, number two, slightly differently, uh, 2A, of relating to or suggestive of the tales of Paul Bunyan. John Bunyan and Paul Bunyan. I was not familiar with John Bunyan. Um, and then we've got 2B, of fantastically large size, because famously Paul Bunyan was so, so big. Um, and then, yeah, it just says Paul Bunyan, uh, legendary giant lumberjack of U.S. and Canada. That's the etymology for number two. And the etymology for number one just says John Bunyan. So let's find out who John Bunyan is. And then we have Bunyavirus, B-U-N-Y-A, virus, one word, noun from 1985. Any of a family of usually spherical or pleomorphic single-stranded RNA viruses used trans usually transmitted by the bite of an arthropod uh, as a mosquito or in the bodily secretions of rodents and including the hantaviruses and the causative agents of rift valley fever, sandfly fever, and some forms of encephalitis and hemorrhagic fever. Wow, there's a lot going on there. Uh, so the family name is Bunyaviridae. And let's see, the etymology says this is from Bunya, which is from Banyamwera, which is a locale in western Uganda where the virus was isolated in 1943. Um, that's that. And then they added a virus to the end of that. And then our last word is buoy, B-U-O-Y. It is the first form. The second form will be in the next episode. Noun from the 13th century. One is, we just have the number two definition for the word float, uh, especially a floating object moored to the bottom to mark a channel or something lying under the water. And then an example of something that's lying under the water is a shoal, S-O-S-H-O-A-L. Man, my mouth is not making the words that I want to make today. Um, and then number two, synonym is life buoy. This is from Middle English, boy, I don't know how to pronounce it, B-O-Y-E, probably from Middle Dutch, boy, akin to the Old High German, buhan, which means sign, and there's more at the word beacon. So we had Bunkum, Bunny, Bunny Slope, Bunraku, Bunsen Burner, Bunt, Bunting, Buntline, Bunyanesque, Bunyavirus, and Bui. Well, I'm a little torn between Bunraku and Bunsen Burner. Maybe I'll just pick both of them as the words of the episode because I can do whatever I want. Um, Bunsen Burner is important just because I think it had a really uh, beneficial... Uh, it was very beneficial to science and it, it allowed people to do science in a different way than they had probably done before. I don't know the history of the Bunsen burner, but maybe I'll put in a link from Wikipedia or something uh, because I think it's is probably important. Um, and then Bunraku, I just, I, I do love puppetry. I am not an expert by any means. I don't follow it as closely as I'd like to because I'm a very, very busy person. Um, but I find it fascinating and I love seeing different styles of it and uh, you know what people create in puppetry is really beautiful and awesome uh, so yeah Bunraku and Bunsen Burner are the words of the episode thank you very much for listening I do appreciate all of you uh, small number of people who are listening uh, 
please tell everybody about it. Please, please, please rate it and review it. It helps me uh, get up in those charts, charts, which I'm not in, and it gets more exposure. And uh, I don't know. I think it's fun. I think if you if you want to contact me, you can uh, email me at dictionarypod at gmail.com or you can go to at dictionarypod on Twitter or Instagram and message me there. Uh, there's other links there and such. So thank you very much for listening. This has been Spencer dispensing information to you from me. Goodbye.